Hello and welcome to season six of the Sacred Remembering Podcast, the place for modern women who are waking up to the truth of who we are. I'm your host, Sarah Poet. Women are healing from outdated paradigms and we're rising, but we're not doing it by fighting or further depleting ourselves anymore. We do it by remembering who we are and standing in that truth. Here, we remember our sovereignty together through stories, tools, curiosity, and community. In doing so, we bring forward the place of women in our modern world. Visit sarahpoet.com today to join the Sacred Remembering Women's community. I also have many resources for you on your journey to reunite feminine and masculine, including private alchemical space holding for both individuals and couples. Schedule a consultation today at sarahpoet.com, and I look forward to hearing from you. Now, let's begin. Hello, beloveds, and welcome back to the Sacred Remembering Podcast. This is episode 142, and the final countdown has certainly begun. We are stopping with episode 144. So this episode came through with so much magic, and I just want to track some of the magic right here in the beginning so that I can be clear that there is something bigger at hand hand. Um, Lots of divine timing. And then what came through this episode is such a transmission. I can feel it right now. As I record this over a week later, after we did the episode recording, I'm recording the intro. And I can really feel that there is a lot of very alive energy information in this episode. Um, it's very exciting. So there will be some kind of divine activation or a sacred remembrance or realization activated in you as you listen to this interview with Sayora Love. Interview, conversation, you know how we do. So here's some of the magic and some of the magic exists in the timing. So I had put a post on Facebook like early in the summer, maybe June, July, and Sayora had seen it and she ended up inviting me to her podcast, which is called The Passion Podcast. And we did an interview in July, which actually just aired as episode 22 of The Passion Podcast. It just aired um, this fall because Sayora went deep into the wilderness, as we're going to discuss here. Um, But that podcast interview that we did was on dominator frequencies and how to get free and clear of those. Because in all honesty, what had just happened was that I had been in a relationship like kind of early 2022 to mid 2022 And there was a lot of talk of sovereignty and sacred sovereign union and regenerative energetics. And then there was also this energetic of dominator frequency that came into the relationship at the end of the relationship. Now, that's important to note because I have been clearing dominator energetics from my life, from my the grid of my energy and from the earth grids. And so 
this is what Seora like notices. And we, we start the conversation about clearing dominator frequencies. That's the first conversation that she and I had. Okay. So we're noting that. And then she was getting ready to go into the wilderness and she was going, um, you know, I knew it was some kind of reclamation journey. I knew it was very important. And she was going to a piece of land that was like very remote, not developed. And she was going to have a very secret experience with this land. And in like a chat messenger, I said, Ooh, I feel like you're going to go have your heartland experience. And very understandably, you know, like she didn't really know what I meant because heartland is what I refer to as like reclaiming the, the land body of, you know, woman body of earth body and reclaiming that from all taker frequencies, all all distorted frequencies, all depletion, etc. And, you know, really feeling the regenerative energetics of the land. But I didn't explain all that to her. I was like, Ooh, you're having your heartland experience. <laughs> and so then, you know, she comes out of that and reaches out to me when I literally had one spot left for the podcast. And I thought that I had no spots. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm mixing up very simple math. And <laughs> it turned out that I did have one spot left. And so this right here at this time, and this story that she came back to tell, bringing the wisdom from this deep experience that she had in the wilderness could not be more perfect for episode 142 of the Sacred Remembering podcast. Like, could not be more perfect. So in this episode, Sayora shares the root of why she went into the wilderness. And this, these are my words and my kind of like summary right here. You can hear her words in the episode. But it really was to like transmute these distortions of dominator energetics established very early in life, like within her feminine system, within her feminine body, her feminine grid. And, you know, as a young woman, who knows, probably lifetimes and lifetimes as well. And so those were brought up and she went to heal them, like heal. That was the impetus, right? That was like the final why. Now, maybe I'm getting that story wrong. I don't mean to speak for her, but this is just my tale that I'm telling here. <laughs> and so she goes into um, this place, like into this deep wilderness, and she calls it Ma. And she went deep into this like fully regenerative nature space with this consciousness of Ma that helped her to really heal the nervous system from depletion energetics and fully restore to wholeness. And now she's carrying these codes of wholeness and what she calls a solid and unshakable trust in her wholeness. So here, this Ma frequency, this deep wilderness, this heartland, um, you know, is the space where separation can heal, depletion can heal, dominator frequencies can't exist, the distortion of power over paradigm 
can't exist anymore. And you can call this 5D. You can call this new earth. You can call it paradise. You can call it the place where unity consciousness exists, but we actually are making our way there. And (laughs) I have full chills right now. This conversation is an example of a woman. I mean, it's more than an example. It's a transmission of a story of one woman doing one woman doing this with her life like with her life y'all and um this is how we do it you know going into the wilderness for seven weeks that's a deep initiation like deep (laughs) holy sacred incredible like (laughs) it's so incredible Um, I have been living the initiation of the heartland, like working with the grids of Western North Carolina and the Appalachian mountains and, you know, just continuing to work it and continuing to listen to the land and to be in, um, the holy activation of the way it is taking place in my life. So feel free to reach out to Sayora, to myself. And, um, you know, tell us your story and let us, (laughs) let us help, let us listen, let us help activate your clearing of these distortion, depletion energetics as they have existed. It's full and total nonsense. The feminine, you know, is meant to be sovereign, is meant to be fully regenerative and is meant to be in union with the holy and conscious masculine. So, Please reach out to us if you um, would like to talk, would like to schedule a session, and you can, I'm going to post in the show notes where to reach both of us, because as I'm recording this, I actually don't have, say, what is like social media or email information, I'm so sorry, but I just was, um, you know, like recording this out of out of the passion, um, and now realizing that I was slightly underprepared. So please check the show notes. And I know we say it in the episode as well. Please enjoy this episode. Um, in addition to this sacred story, I remember that, um, Sayora did ask me to share at the end of the episode why I was concluding the podcast. And I remember sharing very honestly, uh, there and, and, you know, this is the theme. This has been the theme. Episode 134 was about moving from the old earth grid template into the new earth grid consciousness template. And I'm, I'm walking that like in a very, (laughs) sometimes humbling, very honest, very like, you know, we are modern women waking up to the truth of who we are. That's always been the tagline of this podcast. We are doing it. We are claiming our sovereignty with our lives. We are claiming prosperity. We are claiming regenerative energetics. We are claiming it and walking toward it with our lives and we are figuring it out. And it is conversations like this that, that help us to share what that truly does look like. If you are interested in joining community and having conversations like this in community, you can join the sacred remembering community that is going to live on. And, um, you can find that at sarahpoet.com backslash community. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support of the podcast for the last three years. 
I love you. If this podcast has meant something to you and you want to share it with me, send me, um, send me a message, um, reach out to me on Instagram, you know, leave a review for the podcast. This entire body of work is going to continue to live on and continue to, um, impact the planet. So you can continue to support it and share it. And, um, that, that means a lot in so many ways. I think so many of the conversations that we had were ahead of our time. <laughs> and so, um, you know, people are going to be discovering this and sharing their most favorite episodes. I know this is going to be one of them. And so you can continue to do that and share, you know, at, at any time, because as we know, there, there really is not, um, you know, space and time gets a little everything's happening at once. So we can share um, anything that inspires at any point in time. And it's exciting to imagine that, you know, every episode when I interviewed someone, we would uh, do this meditation where we breathed into our own heart. And then we built a bridge between our hearts for the conversation. And then we attuned to all of the hearts of all of the listeners at any point in the future. And so every single episode of the Sacred Remembering Podcast was always meant for you exactly when you find it. And the transmission is really from our heart. Any any of the guests that have been here with me and the teaching episodes that I did um, solo, it is always from our heart to yours. And we are a global sacred remembering community. Thank you for being here. I love you so much. Enjoy. Hello, Sayora. Welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast. Hey, Sarah. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Thanks for having me, babe. Yes. I'm here with Sayora Love and you've just been on an epic journey and adventure and connection to the earth and I really am just so honored that you're here to share Mm. about that journey today and whatever else we weave and come up with and um first you know I'd love for you to introduce yourself I you know usually I read like a formal bio and I imagine after being in the wilderness for two months the bio may be a little (laughs) shaken up or something yes exactly (laughs) so we're going with the organic um, introduction but yeah welcome and it's it's so good to to be getting to know you and to be connecting at this this level at this time in your life Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. yes yes Mm -hmm. lifting up where you are and um yeah thank you Mm, thank you so much sweetheart yeah Yeah, you're definitely very correct that things have been, excuse me, Mm -hmm. massively shaken up. Yeah, so my name is Saora Love. And yeah, I work in a pretty vast array of of topics and subjects. I have more historically been working in the realms of intimacy, relating, sex, polarity, it's I, I have my own podcast called The Passion Podcast, and it's all about these topics. And it's about it's really founded on understanding each other more and all from a standpoint of radical self-responsibility. 
And it's been so interesting because I have been more predominantly working with men and creating more understanding for men for themselves and for women as well. And then since I've just been on this huge epic journey for all your listeners, I basically went out into the wilderness for almost two months, for seven weeks, completely alone. Um, yeah, no power, no structures, no, certainly no reception, nothing. And, you know, I had a nice, nice camp set up, but it was profound. And my entire life experience has shifted. I feel fundamentally different. And one of the reasons I went there was because I wanted to just get away from all external influence and really tap into my own innate genius and see what was really, truly mine to teach for this next next wave of teaching. And what came through was a program for women all about wholeness, about really, truly finding everything that we need and desire within ourselves without anyone or anything. It's about complete sovereignty. It's about completely retemplatizing from the very foundation up and really going into the core wounds and completely retemplatizing. And it's it's super deep um, and yeah. very thorough and and quite tangible as well. So yeah. 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 So yeah. you you went deep, sort of into the mother and and the personal self remembrance and mm-hmm. yeah, some ancient remembrance, I imagine, mm-hmm. and and emerged mm-hmm. with this teaching that's very powerful. I have chills as yeah. I, I say that and really feel that. So great. Let's let's go into the adventure. Where did you go? And because I think yeah, you, know, you didn't just like drive a mile out of town and like put up no. a, like you went in yeah yeah so, yeah the thing is the thing is though so this is a very 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 sacred valley it it is it is on an it is on an island and there is a very it, it sounds it sounds strange to say but it's just true that there is a very profound consciousness in the land there yeah. there is a creator god being that lives there that resides presides there and this this land is very very sacred so i don't actually share online where it is because i don't want to be advertising something that is so sacred it, mm-hmm. that just doesn't feel right so i have to just be very careful with what feels in the most integrity to share great mm-hmm. but it's suffice that. to say yeah it, it's on an island um and yeah it's a very sacred valley and I had to take a boat ride in it is in one of the world's like people do hike in there regularly and it's known as one of the world's most dangerous hikes in the world it takes 12 hours solid to hike in there sometimes two days but I took a boat in because I had so many supplies to feed myself for two months um you know and 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 to be you know at least a semblance of physical comfort so yeah I boated in there and it was it was quite quite the task just to get my stuff from the beach up to to where I wanted to camp had you been there before yeah I had just briefly for a few days like Mm -hmm. a few months before okay and then how did you know that you were to go back and go for that long like what yeah, it just, I woke up one morning and it was clear. So the reason why I went in the first place, I was actually going through one of the deepest layers of trauma healing within my being that I've ever gone through. Really deep, 
re 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 um just recapitulation and retemplatizing of my deepest sexual core core wound and i was in it i was super in it one morning and just in deep prayer and just being like i don't know how to move through this i need more support please what do i need to do and it came through really clearly that i needed to go to that valley that week wow and okay I was like what yes and then wait get this within an hour and a, i thought i was going to have to hike in there i didn't have any gear and then within an <clears throat> excuse me within an hour and a half a friend of mine randomly called me and she's like, oh, do you want to come with me on a boat into the valley? It's like, oh my gosh, you're kidding me. <laughs> I've been wanting to go to this valley for 10 years. Amazing. Okay. Okay. So clearly there's a soul connection with this space. I, I feel to ask this and I intuit that it's okay to ask you this. And if mm-hmm. it's not, please tell me that it's not. Yeah. Do you mind sharing the core wound that you were working on? Because I sense that it's significant with the land healing, like there was the sexual core wound that you were working on and the land called you. That's right. Significant. Yeah. 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 I have to actually go back. It's not right there, but it was, it was, oh yeah, that's what it was. It was essentially that there was a 16 year, I had, I had a couple of different molestations happen when I was 16 years old. And I've been working on this very consciously for 20 years, thinking that I was like pretty clear of it, but I didn't realize that there was a 16 year old version of me that was 100% disassociated Uh that I'd actually never fully communed with and fully heard her and fully met her. I thought I was doing that, but I hadn't. And she just came up full force. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've been learning how to navigate these very powerful levels of unbridled trauma. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. And this is touching something super profound. And it's um, w- before you went out, we I was like, you're having your Heartland experience. And, and that was a weird thing to say, because like Heartland is my word for. Yeah. And but I didn't know this part about the sexual trauma, but. Mm-hmm what I experience with the, the heartland, this like frequency, it is the healing of the feminine from all depletion energetics, all taker energetics. Mm-hmm. And so, Oof. yeah. And so, wow, that's exactly it. Whoa. Yeah. I just got chills. That's it. Yeah. That's <gasps> it. What we're doing as, as women and as um, like, it's almost like Today, I have felt this warrior energy, like warrior mm. feminine energetic. That's like these, these tendrils of where this, you know, system of depletion, like this patriarchal system of depletion. Um, <laughs> and not to weave too many things at one time, but when <laughs> I know I'm like, oh, when but I, I will was, anyway. Yeah. When I was interviewed <laughs> on your podcast, like it was right before you were leaving and that episode right. came out, it's episode 22 of the passion podcast. And we were talking about this dominator energetic and the dominator. We were. And so this is like the unpairing of our sovereignty from the dominator energetic through the reconnection with the earth grids. That's what our end is. hundred percent. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. I had had a feeling. So yeah. yeah, Powerful. Mm -hmm. So your body like called you to this, like 
pristine wilderness and told you to go in. Like, how did you decide to go for so long? Yeah, well, that first time I just went for four days. Yeah. And um, and that's when I actually met my current partner, a woman, and she okay. was in there at the time for a month. Okay. And so I got to see that it's safe for a woman to be in there for a month. Holy moly. I just felt that like it's safe for a woman to go to this place and totally reclaim. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I knew I had to come back when I was there. It was obvious. I was just dipping my toes in. And and for 10 years, ever since I heard about this place from a sister who went there and spent a number of weeks in there, like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I knew I was going to have a, at least one big chapter there and it just hadn't aligned yet. Okay. And yeah, so I basically woke up another morning and it was just boom. It just hit me. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going there for a month. Also because the timing was perfect. I've moved out of my last place and I'm currently seeing where I'm going to move next. And it just was like, this is the time. This makes sense to do this now before I get rooted somewhere else. And yeah, and also to bring through this new program as well. I wasn't sure what was going to come through or if anything was going to come through and it did. Right, right. Um, so I really recommend for everyone to, ha- you know, also hop over to your podcast and listen to episode 21, where you really mm-hmm. share in depth, like what happened in there. But mm-hmm. I would love, you know, for this, like transmission for this yeah. share to like feel into a few things that you'd like mm-hmm. to share around yeah. what did happen in there. So you went in yeah you know, and things are are healing and it's safe for a woman to be there. And then, yeah, what did you experience? Yeah, I, I feel like I could kind of share the, the highlights of the arc. Beautiful. And yeah, so basically when I arrived there, I was super exhausted, really depleted from getting everything together to get there. And I arrived there and even though I'd been there two months before, and so I thought I knew what to expect, right? You'd been there just two months and you think, you know, but somehow in those two months, the place got infested with thousands and a gazillion ants. (laughs) And I didn't bring a tent. I brought a hammock and like uh, mosquito nets and stuff, but that did not cut it. And so for the next few nights, I didn't sleep barely at all. And I went into quite a state of major depletion and stress and was super desperate for rest. And I knew that there was these caves and there was this one cave that was a water cave that had a little bit of sand up the back. And I thought, I bet there's no ants in there. And so I went into the cave for four four nights. Talk about going into the feminine. like (laughs) I was... Exactly. In the end, not in the end, but like during that, I was really stoked that that had happened because to have the full retemplatization, I had to get back down to ground zero, like full reaching the bottom and then restarting within from within the mother. And and it really was the starting of the, the rebirth. And um, that was just incredible being in there for four nights. I had some incredibly psychedelic completely sober psychedelic experiences coming out of that cave where everything was just so exquisite and touched me to the very core. I was so blasted open from that reset. I was just like every little thing just touched me so profoundly. 
And yeah, and then I basically ended up moving all my stuff, which was quite a a, a, a trial because it was a lot of weight. I'd have to do many trips up very extreme hills and some cliffs. And I ended up camping up on this cliff above the ocean in this, it was just, it was right at, right in the very center of the mouth of the valley. And the way that I experienced this valley, it's kind of like, I I shared on my podcast how it's like the pyramids, that it is, it's, it's beyond comprehension, but the experience, and it's not just my experience, many people have experienced it there, that you just be there and you are awakened. There is these profound energies that just completely rip through you in many different ways and different areas of the valley create different kinds of awakening in your being. And this was kind of like the power spot. It was the center of the opening where you could literally see the whole thing and the ocean. So it was like, it was it. And for the next two weeks, I just, I got into the most incredible groove of my entire life. Just so on point. I was channeling the program. I was just, I've never felt that in alignment and just having fires every night, just dancing by myself on the cliff to the stars. I would dance for the valley. I would dance for the cosmos and I would explore the different kinds of dance and the different kinds of devotion and energy that would come through me when I would dance for these different beings, you know, like the the whole earth or the entire cosmos or Pleiades or, you know, different yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, Can I just like interrupt for yeah, a Yeah, please. Like hold that spot. Um, to, I, I want to say this sort of um, like, you know, make this point here around what you just said, I would dance for and I would right. dance, like the energy that you were in and the connection that you had with the the planet and the the holy mother and the you know all of these things I can't even come up mm-hmm. with for all of them it's like then you become the expression of it and so That's I just right. want to like like Oof. name name the thing you know for the listeners that's yeah. like you know when we repair repair like pair ourselves mm to these restored earth grids and pair ourselves to the regenerative mother energy, then we become an expression of it. Like that is how it is like healing in us and through Uh, us. Yeah. So then that like, mm -hmm. Ooh, I just got chills too. Yeah. What wants to come through us then, like as we start to like repair, re-template. Yeah. 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 Like we become a living expression. So we are healing in tandem with the earth. And here you went to like such a pristine mm-hmm. place that's repairing you. And then what comes from you, the transmissions, the dance, the movement, the words, the offerings, that's you know, right. become an animation of the place. That's yes. right. From the most authentic place possible. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Yeah. And you just inspired me to speak a little, a little bit more to that. And express how not every single day but most days when I would literally become I would make my being my heart my soul more available to the profound vibrations that were there I would literally be weeping and convulsing and like (gasps) just 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 
trying to allow just a little bit more of it in. It was so profound. Yes. Yes. So extreme. I love what you just said, like making yourself available to it. And when we, before we started recording, you were like, how are you? And I was like, I'm kind of wide open. Yes. And it's, it's that it's like, I'm making myself available to the new template (sighs) that is regritting in me and that I am in service to it. And it is in service to me. And like, I'm open and I'm making myself more available and it feels a little shaky. It feels like Ooh, yes. territory. Like this is new. Yes. Yeah. This is new, like um, amounts of openness. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And, and what that energy taught me, it taught me so many things, but one of the things that's really sticking out to share about right now is it really taught me how to be a child yeah. more than ever. Yeah. The levels of play and like that my giggles were just like, like a five-year-old. And it was just, it is. It's still here. It's so accessible in yeah. any moment right now. And I feel like I'm more of a child than I ever have been in this lifetime. And yeah. and just even like walking along with a little stick or a feather and like interacting with the leaves as, as I pass. And it's just like this unbridled play. Play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what a testament to the healing of our young ones, right. like exactly. younger selves mm-hmm. and, and the self that you took in there to be like, okay, mm-hmm. there are these, you know, um, yeah, like this, what's the word? Like separated parts, yeah. like the traumas, right. we, you and I did a conversation mm-hmm. about the traumas of separation. And so yeah. these historic traumas of separation kind of disintegrate right you know, these parts of self right. and there's this reintegration and mm-hmm. so yes mm-hmm. divine play yes and the other thing that I noticed that was accessed from that innocence like because I'd be hiking a lot and going up into the valley and on the beach and over rocks and when I really let myself like jump and leap like with this real pure innocence yeah. What started to come through was like these Jedi capacities of like kind oh, wow. of slightly towards parkour stuff. And yeah. I was just like so attuned yeah. with the nature, with the earth. I was like a fucking ninja. You're like <laughs> magnetizing you. Yeah. 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 It was like so cool. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Okay. Yeah. Well, we yeah. took a little detour there, but now, okay. So yeah. th- then what happened? <laughs> uh. Yeah, so then what happened was utterly terrifying. It was horrific. So basically, I was camped somewhere. I was not supposed to camp. Uh huh. Did you know this? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No, I often make my own rules. What can I say? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> but but the rangers were not coming in there um they're underfunded and it's just very empty and it's off season and I felt like I could get away with it mm-hmm. and I probably could have but there was this one night one morning right on the dawn there was this massive thunderstorm that ripped through the valley like lightning hit hit all different places in the valley and and then after that, as I was like kind of trying to repair the place, everything got pretty demolished. And then suddenly there was this chopper helicopter mm-hmm. that came and started circling me. And then they kind of lowered down to eye level 
Mm-hmm. And and then they landed the helicopter really, really close. And it might not sound that scary to people, but I can tell you that it really triggered some deep survival instinct in me. Um, and also, you know, just, just to insert very briefly here that I was actually in jail in India for nearly three years. So there was some kind of trauma around being captured that got triggered in that moment. And I fucking ran, I booked it and I hid in the, in the jungle, in, in the valley. And that, you know, even though they left and it wasn't such a big deal. And if, even if they had have found me, it would have just been a fine, not really that big of a deal. But I'll tell you what, it was a big deal in my system, especially in my nervous system. Yeah. And that really, that took me weeks. That took me weeks to find a place to resettle within my nervous system. I just want to pull out to the word captured. Yeah. Like such a huge word. And that feels like it's a very old imprint, you know, for your soul to have cleared. So that's like why it had to come up there. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Captured. You were in jail. You were Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I might be captured. And then, oh, like what a huge. I feel like you worked that one out for like a massive amount, like a a collective clearing. Yeah. So you worked that like feminine. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 And that was very clear to me that a lot of the things that I was going through were also quite collective. I mean, yeah. it is for all of us. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was incredibly destabilizing. And at the time, because I was in such incredible communion with the being that like with I I I just called her Ma because it was very feminine being. Yeah is a very feminine being there and and I was in such deep communion with Ma and I had permission to be there she said that I would be safe there and I was safe nothing was harmed except my nervous system but I felt I felt really like abandoned in that moment I felt like like I was like why did you say I would be safe and she's like baby you were safe yeah But, (laughs) but And then for the next few weeks after that, I was just trying to find stability. And and then for most of the rest of the journey, there was really painful, challenging things like that that kept happening. And I couldn't understand why at the time. And I kept doing everything to try to get back to that amazing place of just pure unity. But it makes so much sense to me now. I was on my my main intention for being there was to bring the codes of wholeness all the way through. So I went there, I had the reset, and then I really imbibed and embodied the codes of wholeness so fully. And then all the shit had to come up so I could bring it all the way through into all those layers of trauma. Right. Because, like, fast forward, I'm thinking if you had come out, without doing that right it still would have been there it still would have been there you would have had to work it out and then and then it would have been like this kind of almost like a a separation thing like okay there I had peace but out here I don't have peace but you like integrated it in there yeah totally feel that Mm -hmm. cleared layers and layers yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so it was profound and and I really learned so many techniques of of how to bring wholeness all the way through and what's coming up right now is this memory of one of my last days in the valley 
which was probably my very favorite day in there. And oh my gosh, I camped way back in the valley and the energies back there were because because there's a lot of helicopters that fly over for tours. Okay. And there's at the, at the back of the valley, the helicopters don't fly over there. And I, I feel the vibration of the helicopters really disturbs the vibration in the valley. The, the, the physical vibration actually yeah. dilutes it. But at the back of the valley, that doesn't happen. And it is, it is such like thick vibration of love. I have never felt that strong of a vibration of love. It is just, it is just overwhelming. It floods every cell with the most profound love I've ever come across Mm. in this life. Like the amount of love that I got from that valley literally is like more than the love of every human I've ever experienced put together. Yeah. That's heartland stuff right there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like the frequency of love itself. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so what I was learning with anything that was coming up and any moment that I was in, uh, I was forgetting and that I was in the illusion of separation and I would just remember, oh, Ma is here and literally just make myself available to her and she would just flood my system with the most unbridled levels of love and beauty instantly. Just remembering. Just remembering. Turning towards. It's that simple. I think it really can always be that simple if we allow it. Mm. Yes. So talk to us about but like coming out and remembering that or coming out and and yeah. holding that yeah. remembrance and what that's yeah. been like. Yeah. So coming out has honestly been completely brutal. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. It has been brutal coming from feeling so incredibly exquisitely unwaveringly held by the mother yeah in the most unfathomable indescribable ways and then coming out and I was very clearly guided to leave in this one particular day and it was one of the most hellish experiences of my life it rained most of the day the trail was a slippery mess it is so dangerous it's dangerous on the best of days The level of danger that I had to, like, it was like life and death most of that day. And I was completely alone. And because it was slippery, it took me way, 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 way longer. And so I ended up hiking alone in the dark at night, not knowing where I was going because I haven't been on the trail before. I had to cross this incredibly torrential river that was swollen with all the rain that many, many people have died there regularly. I've never felt a river have such a feeling of anger. And and I, of course, asked for permission before I crossed. And yeah, it it was terrifying. Like you asked for permission. What did you hear? Yeah. So literally, like, because this land is so alive and there's so many spirits. Yeah. And I literally stop and I'm literally like, do I have safe, safe passage? I come in, I come in peace. I come in harmony. I come in deep reverence and respect and honor and love. Do I have safe passage? And the response I got was not at all like a strong yes. It was like almost a begrudging yes. It was yes, but it was like only just. And that's what it felt like crossing the river. 
every time I picked up one foot, it felt like it was going to get swept away and it took eight and I had to keep putting it back down because it wasn't safe to lift up one foot and it took so long and I was just in complete fear but also trust just like I am living through this I am getting through this okay do you have a pack on you're like carrying yeah Yeah, I'm carrying a backpack Uh wow you know I've got a headlamp on it's dark (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay yeah and and the thing is that this land is so alive this you're not really supposed to be walking at nighttime in certain times of the moon cycle and I didn't think about that so stupid it was the new moon it was a day after new moon yeah wow yeah dark so it was literally dark yeah (laughs) and the energies are literally dark and yeah I literally was just I the whole the whole time I just had to keep using like kind of Jedi powers and really just almost creating a split in the matrix there with prayer in front of me I was just in prayer and prayer and then some I would start singing and singing prayers and just like Mm -hmm. keep going keep going keep going yes yep yeah but yeah that was a big knock to my my system to I felt I couldn't understand what to to be so thrown out of the mother into the underworld yeah yeah, but that's what happens, isn't it? It's like that's what happens yeah. when we're birthed from our mothers. For the most part, unfortunately, birth is pretty traumatic for the child. There are some beings that get brought through in orgasmic births and they don't have that imprinting. But for most of us, it's too fast, it's too soon, it's very painful, it's cold, it's scary, the bright lights, the screaming, crying, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what that was. Yeah, I'd been with the mother and I had to go through this fucking birth. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. When I heard you share that on your podcast episode, I was like, oh, true. So much. Right, truth. right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next, even still, it's yeah. like I'm just being hit on every level, like every level, every level. Yeah. So let's talk about that because I know about that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, I know that story. You think <laughs> like, oh, I just, I just touched the mother. Oh, I just touched the heartland, you know? I yeah. Sore. I've got all the codes. Here we go. <laughs> Watch out, life. I'm <laughs> laughing because I'm like, I'm going to write a book. You know, when, when right? I was initiated into heartland, they were like, you're going to teach this. You're going to share it. And yeah, so exactly. I have like 130,000 words written for a book. And then this year it's been like, and... Yeah, it's it's been uh, <laughs> hell sometimes, or like yeah, uh, yeah like a, another birth. So let's just talk there because I don't have that figured out. But it, but I like what you're saying. It's like this initiatory, like you think you got it now. Like we're really coming back through. I don't know, yeah. I'm like making up a story here, but like we're coming back through to teach it, to hold it, to transmit it. And right. so you know, there there's some um, like shaking up. And mm-hmm. maybe trial to, mm-hmm. to like, you know, do you really have, have you really got this? Yeah. Really? What about now? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What about now? <laughs> what about now? Yeah. You get the point. Yep. Okay. Yep. Same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really, it's been, it's been for many reasons. It has also been to build my confidence in myself that I actually yeah. really do have it. And you know what, through such complete, and seeming instability, I feel so solid. I feel so balanced. 
And yeah, there's been some waves here and there, but I feel so balanced. I feel so stable. And and it's really been amazing practice at catching, at catching the ways that my mind and pain bodies would hook into old pain stories yes. and learning to be like, like, for example, I've had to face what could very easily and very understandably be looked at as total abandonment mm. and not press yes, not press return on that story and just instead be in the body and feel the sensations and let the wisdom of my body move it through and not buy into the old freaking stories and know that I feel who knows but I do feel like this is some of at least a chapter of trial to get through the the last of some of that patterning and I do believe it is actually like some of the final testing and of course, it's always going to come around again because this life is a spiral; it never ends. Yeah. And no long, I no longer need it to end. I think that's also a big thing that shifted mm. through all these trials. I've realized, oh fuck, it's never going to end, and that's perfect. And I'm okay. I'm more than okay. I'm thriving in myself. Yeah, yeah. So two things that arise there, and that's really profound. The first word was like unshakable. It was just this word that I wanted to like put to what you're saying, like this unshakable. Mm -hmm. So the external, you know, I think sometimes it tries to shake us or, you know, these whatever old, you know, habits, external energies, like whatever, or like, can I get, get to her with this? Can I, can I like shake her up? Can I Mm -hmm. um, her into fear? Because when we go Mm -hmm. into fear, our energy is susceptible to um, that original taker energy. Right mm-hmm. of the molestation of the mm-hmm. of the abuse cycle infiltration mm-hmm. exactly okay so we're staying out of fear and that is what is unshakable to stay stay inside of love and like to when I was talking about pairing I'm just really liking that word with this conversation like the pairing of that earth energy with your energy mm. allows you to like be be unshakable or be more unshakable Mm. so you know like you brought her with you yeah and then like your emanation is is one of love and the divine feminine frequency um there's something else that was like coming up I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it but it kind of lost it there um well you're saying something about like these things are never going to end and (laughs) I'm just going to kind of work this out as I'm speaking because I I don't have it formulated, but I was in this kind of contemplation the other day around struggle and like how long I spent learning from struggle. And I actually caught myself, excuse me, in this thought loop that sounded something like, haven't I struggled enough? Like haven't, so I was catching myself in a loop of like, I've struggled, therefore I should be rewarded. Right. That's it. That's, that's yeah. the, that's the belief system. Right. Exactly. So can you talk? Uh, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about that because mm-hmm. like that is a total trap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like we're still willing, willing to struggle. And then we're like hoping to be rewarded with the struggle. That's a right. depletion energetic. That's like life sucking, mm-hmm. you know, energetic. Right. So yeah. So take us through that. Like what, what are you finding 
around this, like, okay, the struggle is not going to end these, you know, the external world, there's, there's going to be all kinds of positive, negative, all kinds of forces, all kinds of opportunities to lose our shit. And so, yeah. Can you say more about that? Yeah. 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 So basically it starts from birth when we're children, you know, we are entrained into a system of punishment and reward. You do the wrong thing, you get punished. You do the right thing, you get rewarded. And so that really does not serve us when that's where that's, I believe that's where we get tripped up in these things because we're like, well, we've been, we've been punished, we've been punished, you know, or we've suffered and we've done the right thing. Where's our reward? Yes. Right. You know, and then if we don't get it, we're like, well, what? Um, Okay. I must still be doing the wrong thing. That's where we go. And then we also compare ourselves to what we believe other people are experiencing on social media. Mm-hmm. Oh, but these other people are having these successful lives, so they must be doing the right thing, and I must still be doing the wrong thing, mm-hmm. and that really compounds it. Mm-hmm. And none of that is true. And just something that has helped me so much in my life move through layers of challenge. I always ask myself, what if, what if this is never going to change? What if this is always going to be this way? How am I going to find my wholeness within this? if this is always going to be this way. Right. And that is the biggest freedom for me and I and and that's just one of the biggest tools that I have. And so I go to that. And like then if it does change fucking bonus and if it doesn't I am so well equipped um to be unshakable. And the unshakable part that you were talking about it's trust. It's unshakable trust Ooh. in the whole thing and that it is all here for me. That's the unshakable part is that I really do believe that. And so that's where I've been realizing that all these quote unquote challenges are invitations and opportunities for me to learn to track the ways that my mind press yes on old pain bodies. And so that's what I've been invited into in all these quote unquote challenges since is really getting so so precise with the stories that I continue to agree with within my being and no longer aligning with them, even if I'm experiencing them still in really bad, painful ways on the external. I believe that is the answer. Yeah. Thank you. And that is sovereignty. That exactly freedom and that unhooking of your energy from like the external conditions so the external condition can be there and and it's I love what you're saying like is my mind gonna press yes like right. am, am and I it's alluring oh yeah so alluring right right it takes yeah. such fucking balls honestly it takes such a strong willpower to feel yeah. something that strong and that literally like for example literal abandonment yeah and to feel that tearing pain and not press send, not press yes, that's what's happening. And yeah. to know this is for me, this is my invitation to disentangle with this identity structure. Yeah. And what's been really crucial for me in all of that you've pointed to before about bringing, about bringing the inner child through. Yeah. And so I've been learning how when I have these different triggers to actually go within 
and speak to these younger versions of myself and be like, hey, baby, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm right here. Mm-hmm. I'm right here. And she's like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, I know it does seem like that's happening and that does seem painful, but that's not what's happening. And I've got us. I really do. I've got us now. Yeah. And she's just like, oh. And it wasn't that quick and that easy at first. This has been a process that I've been learning through my time in in the valley. And now it's just really quick. And then she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. There is some, I relate to that a lot. Yeah. Mm. I had a moment on my couch like two days ago where I said no to an interaction that historic me would have said yes to, like, mm. with, mm-hmm. like with my energy. And, and when I said no to it, I felt the full, like, trust and safety and like had that you know that I've got you and I just I like wrapped up in a blanket I was drinking hot tea and it was like Mm. this like this is what you know the sovereign Mm. energetic like feels sovereignty Mm -hmm. yeah right Mm -hmm. um yeah those those spaces those loops that like am I going to be okay am I going to have what I need am I going to have love you know if I if I say no to this or like draw a boundary to that or something and yeah, start choosing, like, I'm, I'm going to choose my whole self. I'm going to choose right. like what each of these parts needed along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a subtlety that I can't help but to pick out <laughs> around something yeah. you said. Um, it takes such balls yeah, to, to do this. And so can, can we just go like feminine, masculine conversation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I, I recently had um, sort of a something similar happened in, internally where, you know, it was like, what is this inner part that is going to stand up for me? And I think historically, I always thought it was masculine or I wanted it to be masculine. And then I would project, like I would say yes to external masculine invitations that maybe didn't serve me because I was like looking for that, you know, I've got you or that safety. Um, and recently, and it was after, it was like, you know, during and after, and this, this podcast has been so magical that every episode always comes at the right time. But I interviewed mm. um, Liz Kelly and the conversation that we had, she wrote a book called Home to Her and her podcast is Home to Her. And I would say that I showed up to that conversation that day in almost like a little bit of a forgetting space. Mm. And through the conversation with Liz, there was this remembrance and reactivation of her. Like I came home to her. <laughs> and then for the next two weeks afterwards, I was like remembering these layers of the feminine. And I was, I was writing a chapter um, in Heartland and I kept using the word, the words dark feminine. And then I was like, I'm not using these words correctly. And I realized like I was trying to write about shadow feminine but I was saying dark feminine. And then I was like, dark feminine and shadow feminine are not the same thing. And that led me into this like divine remembrance of dark feminine, of earth Mm -hmm. energy, of like, you know, like being in the cave, being Mm -hmm. like in the rushing water, being in the fucking dirt and like the trenches. And, and then like knowing that, you know, part of you is being birthed. Like Mm -hmm. this is a soul process. Mm-hmm. Um, there's such strength from there. Right. And so I think that 
that that is retemplating in me that that like part yeah. of the strength of what this takes is such divine mother energy it's like the divine mother that's like the Kali that says no fucking more you know mm-hmm. and like this <laughs> mama bear and like all mm. of this like you know mother energy that says no more stop mm-hmm. like there, there's such fierceness mm-hmm. in that. um so yeah that's that's mm. what I want to share but please mm. share what comes up for you so it's like it yeah I agree with that and I feel a resonance <laughs> mother mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It is. I actually do think it's both though as well, because it's like, it's when you're working with consciousness yeah, and, and, and really that, that is, that is masculine because it's like, it's a mother, it's like a mother fierce Kali, like no, but in the application, at least within myself, what I need to do, the ways that I need to access my consciousness to mm, reroute, um, it, it, that part does feel masculine to me. Yeah. Okay but I hear what you're saying very much and agree. And then there's just another little part around, around this is just understanding the really nefarious negative forces that are at play on this planet. And that any negativity that loops within us is being siphoned. And then I just have this extreme strong willpower I refuse to feed that anymore and I just am able to stay in remembrance that that's what's happening when I'm every moment that I'm triggered now I'm like oh I'm literally feeding that force right now and I'm choosing to feed that force right now and let me make another choice in whatever small or large way is accessible to me right now yes yeah yeah I want to speak into that thank you and so that the fear energy, the fear energy is an either or energy. I'm saying right, this right. audience. Like when you're in fear, there are two choices. It's am I safe? Am I not safe? Do I have enough? Do I not have enough? Am I going to be taken from? Am I not going to be taken from? Like there's a there's a bi-wave energetic. There are two choices. And so if a fear or a force or an energy can like, or you know, a trauma trigger gets pulled if we like can get looped, you know, if Mm. it loop us into believing I'm not safe, I don't have enough, I'm abandoned, I'm not loved, then that's, that's what you're speaking to. Like that's where energy gets literally taken from us and for evil. That's right. And yeah, that's, I've, I've been speaking to that on this podcast, um, you know, for, for a while. Mm. That's a big part of the heartland because in heartland, it's like, we wonder why we keep getting looped. Mm-hmm. We wonder like, why the mm-hmm. fuck do I keep getting depleted as a woman who shows up again and again and again? Yeah. Like, why do I keep getting depleted? Why am I not, you know, prosperous yet? Why am I not in the relationship yet? Like, why am I not winning, you know, with the job or the finances and mm-hmm. like, why am I not getting what I want yet? And so, yeah, it's clearing that. And I just, I'll, I'll say like, this is, this is not easy. This Mm -hmm. is like, uh, holy, what did you say? Far from from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is like, um, nor is it meant to be. 
super soul, like in, incredible. And, and I think we're going first in some ways, like we're, you know, us having this conversation is like groundbreaking. This mm-hmm. kind of conversation, mm-hmm. you know, hardly happens because there's a lot of, I don't really want to go out too far outside of this. <laughs> there's like a lot of like, well, just, you know, just reclaim the feminine and all will be well, or, you know, and it's like, we have to get free and, and getting free means exactly what you're talking about. You know, and that's what I came here for to this life. Right. Right. I didn't come here to live this life, like of all satisfaction and like, no, I came here to bring massive healing to this planet. Me too. Yes. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely see there's a big resonance in our soul (laughs) paths. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we met kind of right before he went out and had this Mm -hmm. great conversation about Mm -hmm. the traumas of separation and the destroyer energy, dominator energy. And then you go out and then we come back and we have this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yes, kindred spirit, soul sister. Yes. And we're like nearing the end of the sacred remembering podcast, you know? Yeah. Like this conversation here at the end is so powerful, so energetically right on and aligned. And um, of course, yeah, so appreciate yeah I just also really that. wanted to take a moment to acknowledge that, babe, you know, like it's a big deal. You know, I've only had my podcast for uh, nine months now. And, you know, as we both discussed, it is definitely a labor of love yeah. and it's a big deal. It's a big service a really big service and I just wanted to acknowledge you and honor everything that you have gone through and done within yourself and within your life to be able to have this podcast and to host all the people and to bring through the massive levels of wisdom and I know you have so many followers whose lives you've really 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 helped and changed and yeah it's a big deal that you're you're moving on and I just kind of wanted to open it up to like you share anything that feels ripe to share about that right now. Thank you so much. Thank you for acknowledging that. And um, <clears throat> yeah, when you mentioned this before we went live, I was like, oh mm-hmm. goodness, what do I want to say? But mm-hmm. on, on the heels of the conversation that we just had, mm-hmm. I will share that an episode 134 that I did of this podcast was about an old template and a new template. And Mm -hmm. I have been in the very, very lived process of healing some of these energetics that you and I are talking about, like some of these depletion energetics, these trauma energetics. And I really hit a massive one again this year, sort of unplanned out of nowhere that um, really took me into another layer of realization. So Mm -hmm. it was kind of like, okay, you think you have the codes, you think you're here to teach it, Mm -hmm. like let's go one, it was like one more round. And so that was, um, rough and fucking beautiful because I touched a layer of my nervous system that really was so ready to heal and just recognized how some energies were still chasing me. Like some trauma energies were still chasing me and some aspects of fight or flight that, that I was still in. And so in that episode 134, where I'm talking about the old template and the new template, you know, of course, I'm talking about the transition to Heartland, or it's like this 5D energetic where the the feminine is not siphoned anymore. 
Like there is sovereignty and feminine and masculine. And so I am in the process of retemplating myself and my life to like true and authentic heartland frequencies. Mm. And there is um, a, a grid upon which the old was built and there is a grid upon which the new is built. Mm-hmm. And so even though there was so much wisdom and sacredness and rightful work in the transmission that was the Sacred Remembering podcast, when it came to me that the podcast would complete, I didn't know exactly why. And now mm-hmm. like you asking me this question and this conversation is allowing me to say some of the, some of the why. So thank you. But there, this podcast was built within an old template. Ah, this podcast was built within a template of a lot of hard work Mm. Um, you know being a woman who so desperately wanted to do good but was still in a depletion energetic um being a woman that was still chased by some of these nefarious frequencies and was still like experiencing some entrapment into some siphoning and so um all of this is like it is not to negate what has happened here because what has happened here is fucking gorgeous and like will continue to live on and has reached a lot of people. So I and there was there's so much like hard work with this simultaneous like why isn't it more prosperous or why Mm -hmm. isn't it, you know, why aren't more people signing up for these incredible offerings? Yeah. Put out and like why can't more people feel my energetic and um and so in part I'm really glad to be finishing the mm-hmm. podcast because like it has been such a labor of love but there has been yeah. so much labor yeah and I have not and I feel great about actually like saying this and admitting this but like it has not been regenerative to me financially been reciprocal yeah exactly it has not been reciprocal and so like I built it within an old template. I built it within an old template of the feminine that we have had, that we have had. That's like, great, bring your genius through and then work super fucking hard for people to hear it and for people to, you know, like for it to go. And I think Mm. at some point this year, I let go of like making anything go. Mm. And that is what I'm experiencing is a complete reorganization of the template upon which my life and my work will stand. And, and it's really powerful. And I'll probably speak more to what that template looks like in episode 144, but also given that that's like three weeks away, I'm not mm-hmm. sure how much I will share. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because yeah. there will that be. makes sense because it's still being re-templatized. It is. Yeah. It is. So yeah, there are some changes even in business structure. Like there, there are changes going on in the legal structure, in the way mm-hmm. the money moves, mm-hmm. you know, like everything is being retemplated, things I couldn't see, but in part th- saying okay to the knowing that this podcast would be ending was one of the biggest, um, like yeses yeah. that I have said to what wants to come through yeah. um, and the recalibration that that is taking place. And so mm. I had to let go. And and then, and then I got clarity about why. Got it. 
Oh, that's beautiful. And even like when I was channeling episode 134 about the old and the new, I didn't realize some of the stuff I'm saying now. And Mm -hmm. and so I'll continue, you know, Mm -hmm. to get the downloads and get the, Mm -hmm. get the energy, but like, I'm not going anywhere, but I'm, I am retemplatizing, retemplatizing. And, and like, I'm here to teach women how to get sovereign with their resources. And so, you know, what does sovereign business look like? Mm. What is what does sovereign money look like? Mm. You know, these are mm-hmm. questions that I've started to ask and I have some information about and I've been channeling some answers, but I'm living them and I'm having to make like big, brave choices. Yeah. Yeah. With things like business. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like what does this new template look like? So mm-hmm. thank you for asking. Thank you for letting yeah. me share that. It mm. felt natural to share after the conversation that we had. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, I just want to quickly reflect about the retemplatizing and how it's just you've just spoken kind of to a T to what is required is the the answer to the quote unquote problems cannot be found from within the same template. Yeah. And so there does need to be a resetting, which is letting go of the old, even when you don't even understand fully why yet. Yeah. And allowing the spaciousness for something entirely new that, and becoming a new being within yeah. that too. So I just wanted to honor you and recognize the power and the bravery and the beauty of what you're going through. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I want to pull this out for listeners too. You know, the whole premise of sacred remembering is that like we're, we're following our soul and we're mm-hmm. following these pings inside yeah. of us. And so like you letting go of living space led mm-hmm. to you saying, right. I will go into the wilderness right. for two months. And then like you, you know, following the ping to leave that day and to cross the water and to just say yes, but like be in holy reverence to your soul and, you know, all that you were serving and all of the nature that was surrounding you. That's the sacred remembering path. Mm-hmm. And this is like massively courageous and, um, and doesn't make sense. And, and it is like, when I try to know better than my soul or when I try to know (laughs) personality tries to know better than, you know, like the divine inspiration, exactly. Good luck. Like I will, I will suffer longer. And then I wonder why I'm not being rewarded. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and life's like, baby, I'm, you're trying to give me what you want here. You just yeah. think you want something. It's not it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then you know, all these friends and guides and you know people in the last few months being like, the grandmothers are welcoming you to remember that they are right here. Oh. And I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. 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 So stepping in and stepping mm-hmm. in and um, and it is a like brave and wild and like <laughs> not always rewarded path. No, you it's know? not. But but it is just not it's in not. that way that we expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah, it's not so much not bigger always, than it. Yeah, not always rewarded in the way that our human is like clinging right. to. It. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Ways that we have drained, drilled into our brain that we are supposed to have. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's just not true. 
And the more, you know, I know that not everyone can go into the wilderness for two months, you know, or like feel like they can like leave their job or leave their home right now, but we can all like call in these energetics. You know, I call Mm -hmm. it heartland, like, you know, we can, we can experience like these activations in our own way. And it is Mm -hmm. available, you know, to, um, to all of us and you're going to make your offering available. I'm going to make heartland a book, you know, like we are, you know, we're coming, we're going in and then we're coming out and sharing these things. So if this feels like a great time, would you like to tell people about that offering and, and where to find you and yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm still in the process of fully fleshing it out. So I aim to have it ready by the new year. Yeah. Um, yeah, life's been throwing some pretty solid curveballs that are quite <laughs> consuming. So we shall see. <laughs> Just going to roll with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Best yeah. plans. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, you can find me on the socials, Facebook and Instagram under Saura Love, S-A-O-R-A-L-O-V-E. And my podcast, The Passion Podcast, are on all the regular podcast places. Yes. So follow you on social media. Is there a website right now too? Or it's under construction website? because everything's being yeah. <laughs> rearranged. Yeah. Oh my God. Everything that was up there was no longer accurate. I'm like, okay, let me do that too. <laughs> I know. Yeah. The information that I'm getting part of me is like, oh fuck, I have to do another website. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I'll- okay yeah yeah thank you for looking and you know bringing back this transmission and like living the alchemy and bringing it through and Mm. you're gonna touch so many people with Mm. what you're doing and who you are and Mm. let us all remember too you know listeners and like as we do this we change like <laughs> the energy backward and forward. Like we exactly. change it for, exactly. for the collective. We change it. Um, like this is so profound. I can't even find the words. Do you have words for this right now? <laughs> yeah. I've just been so aware that I'm literally changing my generational karma forward and back. And I really feel it. And I witness my family being a completely different family suddenly mm. than mm. ever before. It's, it was it was not easy growing up. It was yeah. fraught with all kinds of things. And now it's really sweet family. I'm just like, what? Wow. Amazing. That's really, really profound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when our energetics change, we, you know, I, I don't experience the family changing. And so I want to like, for those listening, yeah, it's not you know, required. maybe it's that, maybe it's not that, but, but energetically you shift like, any energy in any place that you are a part of. That's right. By naturally, like by being you, not in Mm -hmm. the old ways of like trying to Mm -hmm. control or anything like that, but by being you and being these like living frequencies in the new earth template, you know, we, we change it as we, as we go back in, as we come out of the wilderness, out of, out of the mother and like go back in, we, we carry this frequency and, and we shift the frequency of the planet. Sayora, thank you so, so much for being here and for mm. this transmission and for your share. Yeah, thank you, beautiful. It was really enjoyable. I've really enjoyed diving into these topics with someone who's on a level and the way that we just bounced it off each other. And there's so much resonance. It's been really delightful. 
I yes. look forward to more. Yes, this is where we are supposed to be right now. So mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's good to be here with you. Thank you. Aloha. This is Sarah Poet of Embodied Breath, and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway? Be sure to check the show notes, subscribe to this podcast, share with a friend, and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. We love to hear from you and your reviews help and they matter. Remember, you are not alone on this sacred remembering path and women are rising now and we're doing it together. You can join the sacred remembering community at sarahpoet.com and also visit there for more tools and inspiration and also to book work with me privately. Here's to your sacred remembering path. Much love and we'll talk to you next time.